So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. Or what is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta podcast. I'm your host, Doc Jake Swore, and today we're here with uh, Gabrielle. Um, I'm going to botch this. I always have. Um, Gabrielle, um, I'll let her pronounce her last name, um, but um, she's the founder and owner of Well Seen, and she is absolutely crushing things with all with anything wellness or fitness related here in the Atlanta area, um, especially as it pertains to women's uh, wellness. Um, so, guys, without further ado, Gabby, how are you? I'm good. It's Gabrielle Doria. You're Doria. Close. That Doria. Yeah. It's spelled. It's spelled uh, much more intimidating than how you actually pronounce it. <laughs> totally. Well, it's really Doria, but it's, it's, we just go Doria. It just makes mm. it easier. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, uh, Gabrielle, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, you know, one of the first things I like to ask everybody who kind of jumps on here is, can you just kind of give us a background? Like, what exactly is Well Seen, and what was kind of the passion for why you wanted to get that started here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, I would say about six years ago now, um, you know, I had some health situations come up. Um, you know, I was a bartender at the time. I knew nothing about wellness or taking care of myself. Um, you know, my idea of dinner was like grape soda on a frozen pizza. Um, and I got sick. I got food poisoning one day at, at brunch. And that kind of just changed my entire life. It changed my health. It changed you know, who I was as a person before I was sick. Um, so I went through about three, four years of, of uncovering what health issues I had and, and trying to heal myself and, and learning just about how to take care of myself better. Um, and so after, um, I, after I healed, I decided to go to Emory. Uh, I got my health coaching certification because my goal at that time was everything that I went through, I never wanted another person or woman to go through ever again it was awful. It was an awful yeah. experience. And I wanted to be someone that could help and hold someone's hand to not go through it. And if they were going through it, I could help them. So I started just health coaching individually, but my love for planning events and connecting people kind of took over. Um, and so that's when I decided to start Well Seen. And I started it as a way to connect the Atlanta community and co come connect our wellness scene. Because when I was changing my lifestyle, I didn't know where to look, right? I didn't know healthy places yeah. to eat or places to work out. Um, I didn't know other people in, in the community that were living the same lifestyle that I was trying to live. Right. Um, so I wanted to create that for people. 
Yeah. And super frustrating. You know, um, we're, we're a little different how we handle our physical therapy here in Atlanta um, as well. But, and, and it's a common thread. Like it just seems more and more like the healthcare system just really treats you as another, like just another number kind of coming in the door versus you as a human being. And no matter like how many times we as medical professionals may have um, experienced a condition or worked with a condition or um, helped somebody out with a condition, um, that is still very unique and personal to that person walking in that door. And I think that kind of gets lost sometimes in medical in the medical world. Um, so what, what were some of those frustrating processes that you kind of went through? I mean, oh, I could talk about that for hours. I um, bet. So what ended up happening was I ate a raw chicken taquito at brunch oh. one day, right? And okay. immediately after that, I knew... <sighs> I knew I felt yeah. like there was an alien that took over my body. Just, oh man. It yeah. was just insane. And, <laughs> um, and shortly thereafter, you know, I, it just never went away, like not feeling well, never went away. And mm -hmm. at the time, um, I went to my primary care doctor and told them what happened and, you know, they started doing some tests, like gave me some antibiotics. It, I still didn't get, still didn't get better. I started having other symptoms Yeah. and it just progressively kept getting worse. And I saw a primary care physician, a neurologist, um, uh, a rheumatologist. I saw, I mean, um, an infectious disease doctor. I saw two of those. Like I went to 13 different doctors until we finally uncovered Man. what was going on. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part because that was a two year journey just to get diagnosed. Um, so you're living with those symptoms and not feeling like yourself for two years right? while also worrying, you know, and I'm kind of a hypochondriac, not going to lie. So <laughs> yeah. you're also like, well, am I dying? Like, is there some mystery illness that's, you know, I was, I was actually going to Thailand at a, a point in this story when I was feeling a little better. Yeah. And I went to my, uh, one of my doctors and I was like, listen, I'm so worried about flying across the world when I still don't feel great. I don't know what's going on with me. And his statement to me, he said, well, if this hasn't killed you by now, then it won't kill you. Oh my gosh. And I felt so defeated in that moment. Yeah. Um, because I mean, what he said was true, but that just the bedside manner just wasn't wasn't my favorite. Oh my gosh. 100%. The words are so powerful, especially in a medical office. And <laughs> when you're, yeah. when you're talking about things that are as personal as your own body and your own healthcare. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's super infuriating to me. Um, when I have somebody come into the door and somebody has said something to them along the lines of like, you know, Oh, well your vertebrae has slipped out of place or right. your, um, or you're never going to be able to squat again, or a bunch of some of these like just really negative terms that make you feel like your body is super fragile. When yeah. in all reality, it's really resilient. We just need to kind of un unwrap some things and, uh, um, just train out some deficiencies and once, and, but that's really, you can't unhear words either. That's mm -hmm. a, that's a big reason why I know a lot of providers or a lot of, um, physios and a lot of providers in general are, um, really kind of against like, um, not against, but really try to shy away from, um, diagnostic imaging to a degree as a first line resort, because you, there's going to be blemishes just like there are like wrinkles on your skin. There's going to be blemishes that you find on a, on a diagnostic image. And those may or may not be related to your pain. And, uh, but once you hear those, it's, it's super hard. I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. Whenever I think something's wrong with me, it's really hard to unhear things and kind of go down the rabbit hole. Now, did yeah. you ever feel like you were getting like, uh, almost like brushed off or ignored throughout this process? 
I would say, yeah, I mean, of course. Sure. Um, I was going to, you know, just traditional Western medicine at the time, and they weren't, I kept telling something more was wrong, right? Yeah. Something else is going on. Yeah. And every one of them is like, oh, well, just, you, it's just anxiety. I'm like, no, you're right. <laughs> I have anxiety because you're not fixing the problem. Right. Because, you know, that's causing me anxiety. Yeah. So definitely in the Western medicine world, I was. When I started to go more holistic, more, you know, that route, it, mm-hmm. my, my doctors would sit there with me for hours. Yeah. And be like, okay, what else are your symptoms? Like what else? That mm-hmm. that's I remember that so vivid, vividly. They would always say what else to keep trying to uncover the problem. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm sure in this process as well though, you you ran into some pretty um pretty awesome people, pretty awesome providers, especially towards the tail end once you started getting some answers and started getting things figured out. So yes. was that kind of like the motive? Is that like we're like, okay. I need to kind of curate these people together and, and, and expose like this way of healthcare to Atlanta. Cause it sounds like you, you kind of, you went, uh, you went on to Emory and you became a um, health coach and then you, you went to a bunch of conferences and kind of just dove down the rabbit hole of your own continuing education, mm-hmm. your own learning, but never really in Atlanta. So then uh, did you notice that there was a whole or missing piece of like just knowledge and exposure to this type of, of healthcare in the Atlanta area? I felt like it was non-existent because, I mean, I knew I, I, someone told me about the doctor that I first went to that was more holistic. Um, and I didn't even know that was a thing, right? I didn't even know what that meant. I had no idea what, you know, the progressive doctors even, even did or how they approached your body. I had no idea. I felt, I feel so stupid now that I didn't know that back then. (laughs) Well, a lot of people Um, don't. Yeah. But, but just like you said, like a lot of people don't know that there's other options out there and they don't realize that if that you don't have to settle when you still think there's an issue, right? A lot of the issues that I was having during my sickness, they were trying to mask them. Mm-hmm. They were trying to just put a bandaid on it and keep the party moving. Sure. And that, and I knew, like I said, I knew in my heart that something was still wrong. and if I feel like there's so many people out there that are living with illness or issues or disease that have just been masked. And if Mm -hmm. they just uncovered the root of the problem, they wouldn't have to deal with those problems anymore. And I, and so when I started well seen, that was a huge topic of conversation, right? Like every conference I have, I make sure I have, you know, several different functional medicine doctors, you know, present to, you know, and, and all the doctors that are, that are present, like in, Um, you know, even if it's like chiropractors, like Mm -hmm. I want everyone to know that there's a different approach that can be taken and not just the Western medicine world that we've been, you know, we've been taught about for so long. Yeah. I I think, um, I think that's awesome. I think that, you know, there's a pretty big, um, not disconnect, but there, there can definitely be, it's almost like there's a battle of it, right? Like you're either Western medicine or you're, holistic and you're kind of off your rocker, right? Like, um, there, there can definitely be a blend and there can be, um, and you can use the best of both worlds. And that's when, when you find that provider, I think that's where the the magic really happens. Right. Um, but, uh, so do so with well seen, um, do you, um, what's kind of the mission there? What, what is your goal for Atlanta, um, with the well seen kind of conferences that you put on? 
you know, when I was sick, um, I didn't leave my house for six months. I didn't, mm -hmm. couldn't drive. I just physically didn't have the energy. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't able to eat. I was down 20 pounds. I was Man. almost, I was 89 pounds at the time. I was going to say for people who don't, who can't yeah. see, there's not 20 pounds to lose for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm naturally 105, 106. And with, you know, with the gut issues that came along with it, I couldn't tolerate food. I couldn't tolerate fats. It's wild. I so I'd gotten so small. Well, that was the loneliest I've ever felt in my entire life Yeah. because no one understood what I was going through. My friends didn't understand it because they were still out and, you know, mm -hmm. living their best lives. And my husband, or he wasn't my husband at the time. We were, I think we were engaged at the time. He didn't really understand it. So it was just really lonely. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anybody to just share my thoughts and what I was going through. So when I did start WellSeen, my first goal was to have a community where women could meet each other and talk mm -hmm. and talk about whatever it is that they're going through, whether it's mental health or, you know, their physical health, anything. I wanted them to have someone that they could speak with. If yeah. it wasn't me specifically, I wanted them to make friends to have these conversations. Yeah. That's awesome. So then how did it progress from having a place for people to meet and be able to talk about and not feel so lonely with certain health conditions or health issues to a full blown, full blown, like conference that you got that you like to put on? So do you know what I actually, okay. So I went to New York, um, to a conference mm -hmm. when I started well seeing like right before, and it was a huge wellness event for women and Chelsea Clinton was speaking and Gwyneth Paltrow was speaking and it was this huge production. Mm -hmm. Well, we went to leave and in the goodie bags, they gave us Welch's grape sparkling, like soda wine or whatever, like the big bottles. Yeah. And I remember them handing that to me and my husband had picked me up in the Uber and I was so infuriated <laughs> because the entire conference that I was just sitting in for two days for $700 or whatever yes. the price was, was about sugar and how sugar leads to all these issues and, and cancers. But yet that's what they're giving me as I'm leaving. Right. <laughs> so it, personally, I feel like in the wellness space, there are some people and some productions and some events that are wellness just to be trendy. Mm -hmm. And that's not who I am. And that's not what I wanted well seen to be. Gotcha. So I got in the car with my husband, showed him the, the sugar, you know, the Walter sugar. And he just looked at me and he said, when are you just going to do this yourself? Yeah. Like, just when? So I came home from that trip in New York. I went straight to an event space, booked it for a day, like eight months down the road. Yeah. And then I created a logo, created a website and created a business plan. Nice. So I had my mission and I was doing it regardless, yeah. you know, regardless of all the other things that came along with it. Like that event, I was creating an event to empower women, you know, to let them know that they're not alone, to give them resources, to let them know that they're powerful and that they yeah. are hurt. And the business part just came after really. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and you know, you hear that story in like business models or business schools or business trains of thought all the time, like uh, solve, um, solve a problem first and then, you know, create your business around that. And it sounds like that's right. exactly what you, that's what your mission is. And that's what you did. So yeah. what's kind of like the response? What are, what are some, like what, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if you could give like a, like a success story, like what was like a home run moment for you where you're like, yeah, this is worth every bit of like blood, sweat and tears I put into this. 
Yeah, so the first year we did it, I guess, what year was this? 20, so I guess 2018 was the first year we had an event. We could all forget and about 2020. <laughs> 2020 is a wash, yeah. okay? <laughs> 2020 is a wash. Right. But so I started in 2018. So November 2018 was my first event. And again, like when I was creating my website even, I had to pay people to come to my venue to take like stock photos to <laughs> market the event because I yeah. didn't, because it was my first one, you know? Yeah. Um, I had about 110 women at the first mm -hmm. one. Dang. Which, this was my first event, right? Yeah, it, that's it, huge. That was huge. Um, I think my, I mean, I had so many favorite moments for my first event, but I would say all the women that spoke to me after the conference, I was there for an additional hour. Yeah. And people were just coming up to me one after one. One was crying, like, thank you so much for having these conversations. Thank you so much for, you know, having this speaker that talked about this, because now I realize that this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, but for, for people that don't know much about WellScene, I, I look at wellness as a mind, body, spirit experience, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just your physical issues. It's like, it's your mental health as well. That's a huge piece yeah. of it to me. So one of my conversations the first year was, you know, childhood trauma and triggers and setting boundaries um, because I feel like that also parallels with physical health. So a lot of people were coming up to me talking about mental health and just being thankful. Um, I was, I got messages constantly after that they went to some of the doctors that were present and they uncovered that this was wrong with them and now they're on the track to healing. Yeah. So just knowing that I was helping even one person made everything worth it for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's really interesting when, when, uh, or just really em empowering or just makes it kind of all worth it. Like you're kind of talking about when you do get that success or you do get, cause there's a lot of BS that you got to kind of put up with when you're in, when you're in the healthcare world, um, yeah. or when you're in an event planning as well, as well, I'm sure there's even more. Um, but when you do get that one change, you do like, even if it's just one person's life that you get to impact, like it's totally makes everything worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, well, that's awesome. What, so what's kind of, what's kind of your goal? So when you, when you go off and you set off and, you, and you're looking for speakers for this event, what are you really trying to look for? And when you go to set up, like what's running through your mind when you set up an event for WellScene? Mm, yeah, that's hard. Okay. So my, my events are normally in November. Mm -hmm. Um, I start planning them around February because it's just me planning it. So yeah. if you're planning an event, my first year, I probably only had, I had seven vendors cause that's the only space that I had for them. And yeah. in 2019, I had 25. Dang. Um, you know, 13 speakers to 15 at each yeah. conference. So it's, it's a big undertaking for sure. Um, I would say the first year to be completely honest with you, I wrote down all the topics that I had personally dealt with over my health experience, yeah. every single one as far off as they might have been to just the normal person. I didn't care. Yeah. I knew that I had dealt with it and I wanted people to hear yeah. So the first year it was all topics that I had personally gone through. Gotcha. Now this past year, it was the same thing. It was still, it was topics that I had personally had challenges with or, um, or I hear a lot of friends around me having problems with them. I know this past year we had, um, you know, like a little round table conversation about infertility mm -hmm. and we had, I don't know, 15, 16 women in there. It was supposed to only be 45 minutes. It went an hour over. We wow. let them keep, we let them keep going. Cause it was a breakout session. Yeah. Um, 
just giving them that space to talk about their challenges and tears were shed and you know it was it was beautiful um so just i try to just listen to the people around me and I, i try to listen to you know on social media i try to pay attention to just what you know, women are struggling with and yeah. I want to give them that space at the event to listen and learn. Yeah. I think that's awesome because I think, uh, you know, it's, it's being brought to light more and more, but even if you look at like, you want to go down the traditional medical route where like uh, research studies were done predominantly on males, <laughs> like uh, at a, by a scary, by a scary percentage, like in the nineties or 90th percentile, just like all men. Right. Uh, and then just the assumption that that would transfer over to women. Cause why wouldn't it, you know, like not shocking. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause men and women are the exact same, right. Hormonally, physically, spiritually, everything. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and then so like uh, a lot of the treatments that are being prescribed for women, or at least the, at two to two degree that what they were, and they're definitely getting better as we kind of progress, but um, it were just more or less assumptions or guesses, and <laughs> it just wasn't yeah. as good as it should be. You look at like our mother mortality rate here in the United States, and it's horrible compared to other developing nations. You look at like infant mortality rate, like you can go down the list of how we can do better for, for women here in the United States from the medical, um, from the medical community. And uh, so I, I, I'm super supportive of everything you do. And I really appreciate that you're kind of having those hard conversations and yeah. bringing people together to allow them to have a space where they can kind of have those, those discussions because, um, if it's not for people like you and for events like this, that kind of go on, like you're talking about, you feel very, people get very isolated very quickly and mm-hmm. they start thinking that it's a, that it's a them problem. You know, yeah. like I'm sure you had those thoughts too. Like why, what is wrong with me? Like, why is this happening to right. me? Um, when it's really not, and it's not a you problem. It's just, it's just a issue that happens sometimes to people. And there are ways to kind of help <laughs> with this and you're not alone Absolutely. in your battle and your fight. And, um, I think that it can be really empowering to know that there's other people going through the same traumas, the same issues and the same, um, mm-hmm. uh, just pain points that you're going through. Um, Absolutely. so, uh, Gab, uh, Gabby, I really appreciate, um, you kind of taking the time to kind of discuss like what that kind of goes through. So for our listeners here, if they want to know more about who you are or well seen or how they can get involved or what topics are kind of discussed, what's some good resources for them? Absolutely. So you can just check out our website at wellseenatl.com. Mm-hmm. I also recently created something I call the little green book and I, it's a resource for all things Atlanta. It's a wellness directory for acupuncturists, doctors, healthy places to eat, healthy places to, you know, buy non-toxic makeup. It's a whole list of resources for Atlanta all in one spot. So if someone's looking for something specific, they can find it there. Or if anyone has questions or specific, you know, topics that they need answers on, they can always send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, we're wellseenatl.com or wellseenatl on Instagram. And, um, you know, that's just what we're here for. We're here to be that resource. So if something isn't covered that we're talking about, tell us so that we can cover it and we can give you that information that you need. Awesome. Gabby, thank you so much for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, we're, we're definitely, yeah, I'm super excited for our listeners to be able to get a hold of this because I think it's, it's just really important for people to know, um, especially for our female community out there and women community out there, that this is, that there are options for you. You're not alone in your battles and there are people out there willing to fight for you. So thank you Absolutely. so much and keep fighting the good fight. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.